A few weeks ago, Total Biscuit made a video that in and of itself isn't particularly surprising. Of course, the man has thousands of videos. But this particular video was a critique of a critique on his own critique, a YouTube inception that eventually boiled down to the core questions of what is a reviewer, what is a critic, and what does it mean to be either, and it made me think about my channel. Now, I'm not writ large across the internet like TV. I don't have thousands of videos, millions of subscribers, or a staff of 12 people. However, we are both fairly similar in content type. Crymore creates first impression videos, and occasionally we produce more in-depth reviews, and occasionally we do other types of content as well, all focused on gaming. Specifically, videos that we hope provide a potential consumer with information about whether or not they should or should not buy a game. Now, before I go into further detail about TB's specific points, this video eventually led me to Danny O'Dwyer's Noclip, a series of crowdfunded gaming documentaries. Noclip was designed by by O'Dwyer to be a completely advertiser-free, gamer-oriented series of videos funded by the viewers voluntarily with a complete detachment from any sort of corporate commercialism. That is, of course, outside of the commercialism inherent in the games themselves, but the idea being that without worrying about advertisers or views or sub counts, Noclip could do the kind of content they believe journalists should be doing. A practical modern take on the halcyon days of the syndicated PC gamer era of games journalism. We'll come back to this later, but keep Keep this in your mind. In his video, Total Biscuit is quick to point out that his videos are not reviews, they are first impressions, based on a reasonable amount of time with the game and representative of what a gamer could expect to experience if they'd purchased the game. For this reason, he doesn't call himself a reviewer, but a critic, though he also considers himself a part of the game's journalism industry. It's undeniable that he is one of the largest independent games journalists in the world, so the fact that he adamantly defines himself outside of the reviewer label is important. We loosely define our first impressions here on this channel as reviews, but it barely fits that category. A review, in my mind, is most clearly defined by a few attributes. The reviewer has completed the game and played every aspect of that game in order to understand all the core mechanics. The review itself is designed to fairly represent all those aspects to a consumer in order for them to understand the game at the beginning, middle, and end. The review is as unbiased as possible in order to allow the person watching it to make their own opinion without the voice of the reviewer coming through too strongly. And the game is rated in some way, whether by a star system, X out of 10 rating, thumbs up or down, whatever it may be, but there is a concrete rating. There are obviously additional ways we could define a review, but for my purposes, that's really the core parts that are required. Primor doesn't do any of these things. We don't complete a game and don't represent that we have. We play the game long enough to feel comfortable portraying what a consumer will experience in their first few hours. We certainly aren't unbiased and have no intention of being unbiased. We aren't here to provide a sales pitch for the developers, and if a game is crap, we will tell you. Finally, the closest we might get to a rating is if we discuss whether or not we would or would not buy the game, but it's not even a required part of the format, and sometimes a good review will still have us saying that we wouldn't buy the game, whether because of price, lack of content, or because it simply isn't that interesting to us personally. So by this definition, we are more closely aligned with Total Biscuit's I am a critic mentality than anything else. Now, TB is, again, incredibly popular, one of the most successful gaming YouTubers in the world. While Bethesda may not be sending him review copies, most 
most game companies will, out of hope that he says the game is a must-buy, and therefore hundreds of thousands of copies will fly off the digital shelves. They take the risk that he won't like the game, because as long as he doesn't call it complete crap, it's an investment of a Steam key for market penetration, brand recognition, and hopefully sales. The fact is that TB can get the newest game from Ubisoft, call it complete garbage, and continue to receive Ubisoft titles without any concern. And to be quite frank, he's even said it himself, he can produce a critique weeks after a game has come out and see basically no loss of viewership. People will watch the video about that game regardless of whether or not some other YouTuber got theirs out earlier. And this is where Noclip comes back in. O'Dwyer believes that reviewers are tainted by a need to capitulate to advertisers in order to fund their survival. He's not wrong, mind you. They absolutely do. His solution to this, however, is to create in-depth love letters to individual developers with their direct support in documentary style that, quite frankly, doesn't come across as journalistic in the slightest. There's certainly no risk that he's going to ask a hard-hitting question on his own set and not in the office of the executive he's interviewing, and then present that to the viewers. This is not gaming's 60 seconds, and he presents it like it is. His argument is that by telling the story he wants to tell and not what the advertiser wants him to tell, he can maintain his integrity. I struggle to find the integrity in a video about how the music from Rocket League was discovered when the musician put his own personal music into the game. It's an interesting anecdote to be sure, but it's hardly removing the evils of advertising from game reviews. It's as if by turning off monetization on his AdSense account, but turning on Patreon, has somehow convinced him that he is more honest than someone who does monetize their content. This video you're watching is monetized, for example. We have a Patreon, I'd love to turn off monetization and be supported exclusively by patrons, catering to their whims, and providing content for a dedicated core group of fans. Yes, that would be fantastic. However, by doing so, I wouldn't be deluding myself into believing that this was a strike against the advertisers, because I'm still producing content that, by its nature, promotes a commercial product. That product being games, which I am telling you whether or not you should pay money for. O'Dwyer doesn't tell you to buy Doom or Rocket League. Instead, he tells you how these are really great games and a lot of love went into them and they're really artful masterpieces and the company is really great and that game is totally worth buying, but this isn't a sales pitch. I think it'd be more honest to say, sponsored by Zenimax, thanks for lunch, right before the video starts, if that's journalistic integrity. I should mention that I enjoy Noclip. I think it's a very interesting look inside of the studios that have created games that are now part of the zeitgeist. They are culturally relevant, and it has always been exceptionally relevant since the days of the two Johns. Every PC gamer owes these two guys a huge amount of respect simply because of how they created PC gaming as we know it. But those two guys don't work there anymore. This isn't the id of Dangerous Dave and the copyright infringement. There's no Commander Keen here. This is an IP holding box owned by a massive multinational corporation who has some personalities from the original id in their executive ladder. Yet the entire piece is shown as a revival of the studio of yore. Total Biscuit, on the other hand, while being more honest about what type of video he's producing, seems to have forgotten that for everyone else out there, we have to consider whether or not a bad review means being blacklisted. We did a review for Werewolves Within, which we received a few days before release from Ubisoft. It was our first true AAA title that we'd received from a AAA developer. True to our integrity, we gave that game a very middling reception, and now it's entirely possible that we'll never receive another Ubisoft game again without buying it outright. And we're fine with that, truly. A critic 
critic is supposed to be biased and honest with their viewers. We are always honest, even if we do go a little Joel Siegel and find the positives in the game. It's not infrequent that we will present the game as good for people who like X, as opposed to exposing the negatives exclusively. Certainly, if a game is not up to snuff, such as Townsman or Blade and Bones, we have little issue with showing off how much we didn't enjoy the game. We do that, however, with a positive tone towards the developers, explaining what we didn't like and what we would have enjoyed more. TB believes that isn't his job. And for him, he's absolutely right. TB doesn't need to do anything for the developers, because they need him as a cog in the marketing machine more than he needs them. He can buy the game on release day and make a video a month later and still maintain his viewer base. In fact, when that happens, he provides an excellent barometer for how well the game is being maintained after release, and also creates a video that is very true to the experience that gamers receive when they buy the game. However, if we are blacklisted, if we have to go buy a copy or two of every game that comes out, we'll go broke. Our videos don't produce that kind of revenue. Every video that we put out costs us money. We haven't broken even after 150 videos. So what is my responsibility as a game critic, which thanks to TV is my realization of what I actually do? How can I provide an honest first impression of a game without fear that my channel will be forced to do indie-only games that were on the last Steam sale? It's a problem of perspective. O'Dwyer believes that he is free from the constraints of advertising by advertising a product without taking money for it. Total Biscuit believes he isn't advertising the games because he's willing to be brutal. And here's the little guys understanding we are advertising a product, and we are reliant on receiving that product from the creators who we then also send our review. And we rely on those creators appreciating our review enough to send us additional content so that we can continue to produce videos that are close enough to the trending edge that we can be discovered. It would be incredible to be able to spend a week on a single video, writing a detailed script, getting all the best parts of the footage, interviewing the developers to find specific answers, and providing a perfect first impression so that when you, as our viewers, decide to spend your time with us, you can figure out if a game is worth your money. It would be fantastic to be supported exclusively by those viewers so that there is no requirement to either accept a game from a developer basically without regards to its quality or buy a game and understand we're losing money to do that. We understand this, but we choose not to be company men, knowing that every bad first impression is going to lead to us not receiving content from that company in the future. Our only honest option is to decide if a game is good independently of its cost and then provide our determination of whether we would personally purchase it. In order to present our critical editorial point of view, we use a metric wherein we can say honestly, yes, this game is fun, but no, I wouldn't buy it. I am a critic, not a reviewer. I provide my most honest opinion of a game as unfiltered as possible in order to ensure that my viewers are able to be entertained, but also find entertainment that will be worth the amount of money that they spend on it. That is my only goal as a critic. That is what it means to be a critic. I cannot attempt to sound my soul with patron dollars so that I can chill with abandon. I cannot blast a game for the smallest errors or rip a developer apart for not sending me game keys. All I can do is say, this game is or is not good and I would or would not purchase it. That's what it means to be a critic. That's the difference between a critic and a reviewer. That's what we're all about and that's what we're going to continue to do. If you like it, like it. If you don't like it, don't like it. Be sure to let me know your thoughts below in the comments. Don't forget to subscribe, and of course, you can always check out our Patreon. We'll see you on the next one.